everyone. Thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher. This is quite a delightful um, fairy tale fantasy, I have to say. It was really more than I expected it to be. And you know, this is one of those really short novels, 256 pages. You could read it in a day, honestly. If you're looking for something short and sweet, this is definitely going to be the book for you, especially if you like humor and if you like, I guess, dark fantasy in a way. So Mara, she knows she never really wanted to be anything more than what she is. You know, she's the third daughter of a king and queen. Their kingdom is very small and after the death of her first sister and marriage of her second sister, she is sent to a convent. You know, she's the spare. Soon, you know, years pass and she discovers her sister is being physically abused by her husband and she keeps herself pregnant so that she's not abused because all she wants is to have a son because that's all what the king wants. And, but she knows once he gets that son, she's going to die. So Mara has got it into her head. She's like, okay, I'm going to be the hero my sister needs. I'm going to do this thing. It's going to happen. <laughs> so she leaves her safe convent. She goes and she meets a witch and she has to do impossible things. You know, she has to build a dog of bones. Check. She does it. She has to make a cloak of nettles. Check, she does it. I mean, Mara proves herself to be quite determined and quite powerful in a way no one really thought she was. Um, honestly, it was really fun. You know, she's a little, I want to say absent-minded, but that doesn't seem like the right word for her. She's just, she's shy. She likes to keep to herself. But she's determined and she's thoughtful. But she doesn't always realize everything that's in front of her face. You know, she's quite practical. So the scenes between her and other characters and they point things out to her. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just comical because she's such a sweetheart. And she wants to do the right thing. And then she comes to these realizations like, this is impossible. What the hell am I doing? I don't want to be a hero. And then she's like, no, got to save my sister. Have to do the impossible. Have to succeed. No room for failure. She's just funny. And, you know, she's really the heart of the story. You know, her heart, it's heartwarming just to see her evolve throughout the story. Go from shy and not really wanting to do anything with guides. You know, she meets the wayward knight. He doesn't really want to be a knight. He just wants to right some wrongs. It's just like what we were doing wasn't right. So I left. You know, he left his clan because it's like, well, they weren't doing right things either. And then you have the reluctant godmother with a penchant for curses. Her only good blessing is good health. <laughs> Everything else she has to underline it with a curse. Oh, there's a hilarious scene with her and a baby chick that she blesses to find them shelter. Her relationship with the grumpy old witch is just like, I'm going to live with you. And she's like, please don't. And it's like, no, we're going to be roommates for now. And it's just like, fine. And did I mention the witch 
has a rooster that is possessed by a demon. <laughs> I mean, you've got the dog of bones, you've got the demon-possessed rooster, you have the cursed little chick, you've got the wayward knight, the reluctant princess, and the dog made of bones. I mean, it's just such a comical cast of characters, but there's a lot of heart there. And they really do drive the story forward. You know, there's also lots of references and allusions to dark fairy godmothers, you know, most notably um, Maleficent, you know, the godmother's telling her, she's like, oh yes, I read this fairy tale once of a disgruntled fairy godmother all I remember was there's lots of green flames and I'm just like yes that's Maleficent I love it I loved the references to some classic fairy tales there's not a whole lot I think there's only one and two and that one right there was the most memorable but when she storms the castle at the end to curse <laughs> the new baby it's just it's chaos it's funny and she's like oh and good health and I'm just like I love you so much. You're adorable. <laughs> it was really a heartwarming and entertaining read. I can't stress that enough. I mean, this is one of those books. It's short. It's quick. It's sweet. It's funny. It has a lot of dark fantasy in there. It was truly a wonderful read. So I have to give it four soft four and a half out of five stars. It really was quite a delight and I have to recommend it to everyone. It was, it was funny. You know, it was funny. I think Kingfisher has a really good talent with humor and fairy tales and I really want to read more from them. So once again, four, four and a half out of five stars. If you want to go ahead and purchase the book, please purchase from any of the links I have below. These are affiliate links for me, so they do help support Sins Workshop and this podcast. Um, another way you can support Sins Workshop is by liking the podcast, sharing it with all your book-loving friends, and subscribing to it. You can also make a one-time $1 donation on Buy Me a Coffee or become a monthly donator on Anchor FM for 99 cents. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and as always, happy reading. Mm -hmm.